This is Gideon Danso's podcast, where we impact deep understanding of God's word. Gideon Danso is a global lead pastor of Empowerment Worship Center, where God lives. From wherever you are listening to us, we hope you are inspired and encouraged by this message. You ought to clap your hand like God gave you Matthew's Gospel, chapter 6, the 9th verse to the 13th verse. We read together by standing to honor God as we watch it at home, to the internet, to Facebook and YouTube and those who are watching on TV, we please rise up. Thank you for watching. Thank you for connecting. Thank you for tuning in. We stand to honor God, the reign of his word. March 6, verse number 9 to 10, to read together. The Bible says, one to go. After this manner, therefore pray, a father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, that will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Please be seated. We continue our teachings on Lord's Prayer. As we zero in on deliverance from evil, deliver us from evil. We started last week by establishing what evil is. We said evil is anything that opposes God and his work of righteousness in this world. We said Satan is the source of evil. Evil has a source. So the New Kingdom version of the Bible in the same Matthew chapter 6 verse 13 says he put it to deliver us from the evil one. So evil has a source and the source of evil is Satan. Evil existed right from the garden from the beginning. Paul Taught other evil cannot be dealt with by self-discipline, by any form of mental adjustment, or by any human philosophy. And that evil can only be dealt with by Christ Jesus. Only Christ can deliver us from evil. The seed of evil is in the heart, we said last week. Two ways by which evil comes to us, or two ways by which the information or the raw material of evil comes our way is by what we hear and by what we see. Bible said, take heed what you hear and by what we see. Then we said, we said that there are three kinds of evil. We have evil number one, natural evil. Moral evil number two and number three, spiritual evil. Today we go on straight to deal with, go a bit deeper on the subject of evil. I want us to look at a scripture in the Bible that shows us the manifestation of evil. We've got the concept of evil, the different kinds of evil. I want us to put evil in mind. The manifestation of evil. The Bible says in, in 2 Chronicles chapter 20 in the verse number 9, Joseph is praying and Joseph said, if and when evil cometh upon us. Joseph said, if. The word evil I use here means condition. There's a condition for evil. There's, there's a condition that provokes evil. <laughs> there's a condition. A condition that provokes evil. Eve conditional. There's, 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 there, there are some things that when it happens, evil will show up. There's a kind of blessing that when God blesses you, it provokes evil. Can I talk to you right now? There's a kind of favor, a kind of family. The devil is walking and he goes to God and says, God, the 
first time the devil spoke the truth in his life. Where have you been? He said, I've been going up and down. Checking things out, God. I've been checking things out. If you've been going up and down, you've got to be very careful. I've been going up and down, gallivanting. Second mayor of Accra. Looking around, left, right. And God said, but have you considered my servant Job? He said, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I checked him out a long time ago. You know what I do. You know, the, you know the game. God said, but don't you see that Job fear me? He said, no, it's because you put your ass around him. What provoked the devil to engage God with Job? Is that Job was blessed. Job was favored. Job had children and a family. Was elevated, was blessed. There's a kind of blessing, a kind of promotion, a kind of elevation, a kind of favor that will provoke evil. Not everybody loves you when you're doing well. I was talking to somebody the other day. They said, as for me, I don't believe in evil. I said, fine. You don't have to believe in the law of gravity for the law of gravity to show you as it is. I don't believe in the law of gravity. All you need to do is go and stand on a 14-story building and jump. The law of gravity will tell her anything that goes up must come down. And by the time you are done, your spine will be grown. Maybe your neck will be gone. That you don't believe in it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. In this nation, oh my God, only angels came to church today. When God bless you, when you are favored, when you are promoted, if, then it says when, time. So there's condition that provokes evil and there's time for evil. When? Time. That you have not experienced your own doesn't mean it does not exist. There's time. Paul said, the day of evil. There's a time. There's a day of evil. There's a enough is the evil thereof in a day. There's a day of it that he may be able to withstand in the evil day, Paul said. When? Time. My prayer for you is that any time sensitive attack, evil design against you, may God grant you divine escapes. The Bible said in the day that the enemies of the Jews had hoped to overpower them. In the day, in the day means time. There was a day that the Bible said there was a man by the name hey man, the Agagite. He went to the king and took from the king a decree to annihilate all the Jews and he set it in motion and there was a particular day that that evil was destroyed. But the Bible says in that same day, the tables were turned and the Jews had the upper hand. I stand on the altar of God and prophesy over your life that any time sensitive attack, any evil pronouncement, let it backfire and overturn. Will you clap your like God gave you that hand? Let it backfire in that same day. If and when evil then it goes on to establish the different manifestation of evil. Say, if and when evil coming upon us, number one, as the sword. The first manifestation of evil, Joseph prayed about it, said, the sword. What is the sword? The sword, as usual, means the presence of murder. The sword. Jesus said, he that live by the soul shall die by the soul. There is evil murder. 
a kind of evil, a kind of death, a kind of killings that is just nothing but evil. We have had evil men rule Africa before and kill men. Can I preach your church right now? Recently, we hear in the news all kinds of murder. It is evil. Can I preach your church right now? A kind of somebody taking a knife or a gun to shoot, to kill, to maim, to hurt another human being is evil. The Bible says, Cain kill his brother. That is an evil. Evil coming like the sword. Number two, the sword as usual means war. There's a kind of war that is evil. If I've ever been to Liberia, the likes of Sierra Leone, if you've been to Rwanda, there's a place in Rwanda where all the dead people that died in Rwanda, their skulls and their body, their bones are left there and Pokigami of Rwanda has refused to bury them because he said he doesn't want the world to forget the evil that took place when men were massacred, when men were killed. My prayer for our nation is that there will never be a time in this country that evil will come in the form of war. May God spare our beloved Ghana. May God spare you watching me. May God spare Nigeria. May he spare South Africa. May God spare La Côte d'Ivoire. May God spare Africa from war. Evil come like a war. Evil come in like an assassination attempt. Evil come in like an accident. The word saw death stand for accident or anything which brings blood that is evil through accident. Accident and satanic vehicle by which the enemy claims life. We call it accident. But in the devil's realm, there is nothing like accident. It was plotted. It was planned. It was schemed. The Bible says, as his people journeyed from one nation to another and from one kingdom to another, he suffered no man to do them wrong. Yea, he reproved and rebuked kings for their sake, saying, touch not my anointed and do my prophet and prophetess no harm to dare on the authority of the word of God. I decree and declare you will not be involved in accident, not by air, not by land, not by sea. May you escape every accident. You will not die before your time. Can you turn to somebody and say, escape, escape, escape. Come on, escape. Say, you travel safe. Your journey shall be safe. Your movement shall be safe. Your family shall be safe. You will not be cut short. Your blood will not be shed. Can I declare the word of God that Jesus shed his blood, that your blood will not be shed. He broke his body, that your body will not be broken. Any accident against your children to maim, to hurt, to disjoin, to dislocate, and to change their life, we arrest and cancel. I declare right now, may your house be spared, may your vehicle be spared, may your car be spared, may your home be spared, your blood will not be shed, there shall be no evil befalling you. You're clapping a second house. 
You're clapping a sick in the house. You're clapping a sick in the house. I need to prophesy to anybody you care about next to you and tell the person you will not be involved in accident. I know you are wearing your mask, but you tell somebody, not you. Say, not you. Not you. Not you. I will see you the end of the year by 2021 December 31st. Not you. You'll be counted among the living. You'll be counted among those who are blessing God. I declare tonight, escape. May your soul escape as a bird out of the snare of the fowler and let the snare be broken. He who delivered us from such a great death, who does deliver, in whom we believe that he shall yet deliver the same God that granted divine escape. He will escape it this time around. The devil is a liar. We come against accident, incident, turbulent. Receive divine escape. Clap on shawl and say yes. Like the soul. Oh my God. Recently I I went to I traveled and it's coming back from America and I was going to visit Pastor Braden. This Kotoka here, we're about to land and my God, the plane was in a bad place. So not this plane. Not me on board this flight. Because of you on board the flight, there shall be safe landings, safe takeoff, safety in the air. You are not hearing the word of God. You will not die by land, by water, or by sea. Not by the air. You will escape every premature death. It comes like a sword. Bloodshed. He goes on number two. He said, even when evil comes upon us, not just by the sword, but by judgment. Judgment. The word judgment there, as used here, means demonic verdict. Demonic expectation. Demonic prophecies. Demonic ordinances, demonic verdict. There are satanic decrees. There are demonic verdicts. There are meetings held in high places, in high offices, spiritually and physically, with your name as an item, your business, your family, your children being the item. There's a demonic verdict. There was a satanic. That's what the Bible says. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against you in judgment you shall condemn. There are demonic courts and there are heavenly courts. We declare by divine authority every satanic court that you were tried without knowing. That you were tried through jealousy. You were tried by envy. You were tried by satanic pronouncement and convicted you and pronounced a verdict on your life that you know have peace you know have joy you know marry you know have testimony in the name of Jesus we override and overrule and overturn that 
demonic prediction I declare today every verdict every pronouncement whatever they said to take a meeting in the underworld in the water kingdom in the marine kingdom in the forest kingdom in the mountains and cave we stand in the name of Jesus whose I am and whom I serve let their pronouncement let their prediction let their verdict backfire with the clear feather let the opposite occur let the opposite occur let the opposite occur if they wish you dead you are alive if they wish you sick you are well if they wish you down you are up let your joy be their pain let your going up be their downfall any verdict on your name any verdict with your family who am I prophesying to who am I decreeing right now it shall not stand neither shall it come to pass oh you are not clapping your hands oh you are not clapping your hands I know it's a Sunday morning and you all came here for a cool calm message but I'm fired up and as a prophet of God I feel in my spirit to overturn something the Bible says in the day that the enemies of the Jews had hope to overpower them the tables were turned and the Jews had the upper hand what was that plan there was a man by the name of Haman the Bible said God gave Saul a mandate to kill all the Amalekites and Saul spared them and of the people Saul spared Bed, rose up a man by the name Haman and Haman the Agagite was an Amalekite and he by demonic inspiration the Bible says Haman cast lot he cast lot and the Bible said by the lot he picked up a date and on that date he set in motion an attempt to annihilate to wipe out to assassinate to maim to hurt to decapitate, to amputate all the Jews, spreading from the 124 provinces of Kinhazar, spreading from Ethiopia to India, that every Jew, whether be boy, girl, mom, dad, father, uncle, grandparent, they must all die. And there was a date set, and the king endorsed and signed by prayer was made by Esther and Mordecai and on the same day that the Jews was waiting that the hammer the enemies of the Jews were waiting for the effect for the verdict for the pronouncement to go in motion the tables were turned every demonic expectation concerning EWC concerning your health your family your grandchildren your business your relationship as you slap your hand say back 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 let it back fire let it boomerang let it return can you give me a prophetic clap can you give me a clap of victory clap yours all ye people shout unto God with a voice of triumph demonic Vedic satanic expectation. My God, the expectation of the wicked shall be destroyed, but of the righteous shall be granted. Demonic prophecies. You saw me say, I had a dream that you were sick. Not me. Not me. 
I, I saw well, there's, there's a particular guy every day he will see me. He has nothing good to see. Every day, one time he comes and says, I saw you. All your hair was gone and you have become very, very, very old. And I said, me, in the name of Yeshua, whom I serve and whose I am, I command your ill with prophecy, backfire and return. Look, look at me, look at me. There are some things, don't ignore. Tell somebody, don't ignore the worst of your enemies. So don't ignore what they are saying. Say, by the way, where's our spirit? Where's our life? So when they speak, don't ignore it. You must stand. David said, many they be that say of my soul, there is no help for me in God. But thou, but thou, but thou, oh Lord, are a shirt for me, my glory, and the lifter up of my head. Today, we stand in defiance, in prayer, against any bad dream, any ill wish, any satanic prophecy. Let it backfire. Who is clapping their hands as a warrior? Let it backfire. Judgment. Consider judgment. Judgment is what we call demonic prophecy, demonic ordinances. Blotting out the ordinances, the, the handwritten ordinances. Jeremiah said, F, F, O, F. Jeremiah 20, 22, right? Verses what? 30. Or say, F O O F. 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 Hear the word of the Lord. If the earth can hear, it means the earth has got ears. You think life is all about one plus one is too scientific. The sad thing is that many of you sit here and all you think about life is that life is the school you have attended. No wonder you are not going to make it. Especially in Africa here. You're not going to make it. life is not about if life is not about the school you attended, then there are some problems which that shouldn't happen. Oh, because people have gone to school in this Africa, and the more we go to, the more we go backwards. You know, the schools people have attended, people have gone to Yale, Oxford, Cambridge, Harvard, and still there's evil in Africa. Life is not about how old you are, there are people who are very old, but they are very, 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 very bankrupt. Life is not about who you know. The people who know everybody, but they are not going anywhere. Life is spiritual. And he said, Earth, I say, Oh, Earth, Earth, and hear the word of the Lord so the earth can hear. If the earth can hear, then the earth has got ears. Bible says, and just answer the fig tree. If just answer the fig tree, then as a logician, it means that the fig tree says something. The fig tree could not have spoken unless the tree has got mouth. That said the Lord, write ye this man childless. So the earth has been given a mandate to write this man childless. A man that shall not prosper in his days. For no man of his seed shall prosper sitting upon the throne of David ruling anymore in Judah. That's a demonic record. A verdict, a judgment. There are, there are some houses, not every house you live at all. Don't just go and rent a house. You go and rent a house, they're written things in the house. They've done things. When they build a house, they planted stuff. You don't even know. And you go and rent it. Go and get a shop. The shop has demonic record, demonic fed, demonic judgment. And you are doing business there. And they are doing business in the night in your business. These things are real. Judgment. Right? This man child. Any records that the house you live in, 
the earth you walk on. Any record has been given to Ghana to reject. But the Bible said, the Bible said, one of the reports that the spies brought the land it is only inhabitants. And Ghana is a country that it their own. The more you do well, the more they come to eat you up. Be a mediocre in Ghana. <laughs> Try and stand out. Or you two know. Or children, they'll come after you. Don't play. There's a satanic record that says if you're a Ghanaian, don't only foreigners must prosper in this country. I'm not being a nationalist, but the grounds must be fair for everybody. When you go to the bank with your color, will they give you a loan? Come with another color. Hide behind a white man. See the money you get. It's a satanic record. Ghana has more forts and castles than any country in Africa. It means that, do you know what they do in forts and castles to sell people? We started selling ourselves, not today. Selling. There were more slaves in Africa than they were in America at the end of slavery. Stop blaming the white man. There is a satanic record, a verdict, a pronouncement that anybody that rise up in this nation must go down. But we are the generation that defile the money, whatever they've written. Let it but fire, Makana, Lapan Palia. We stand in the name of you and declare you shall be the first Ghanaian to rise, the first black to rise, the first African to rise. You will succeed, you will advance, you will break records and break cycles. You're clapping. It's sick in the house. Judgment. Judgment. Then it says, Micah chapter 2, verse 1 said, Micah 2, 1 to 3, the Bible says, Woe to them that devise iniquity and work evil upon all their beds. When we are sleeping, there are others who are not sleeping. They work evil on their beds. When the morning is light, they practice it. So, so what happens is that if you are waking up at 6 a.m., you are too late in the day. Because the people didn't sleep in the night. They work overtime. Are you looking at me? Unless the Bible is not true, the Bible is true. This is real. They work evil on their beds. So why do you think they are sleeping? Some of you are working with fear. Some of the time you wake up, they work your home. Your home is so worked that the, the level of confusion, you don't even understand it. And you know now you have, you've been worked. You've been programmed. Anything they've done in the night. I know it's a Sunday morning, it's not power night. But since we are approaching standing in the gap 48 hours, I declare whatever they've done against you, as you clap, say backfire. They work evil on their beds. So in the morning, they practice what they did in the night. In the morning, they enforce what they did. Then verse says, verse 2 said, they, what did they do? Look at their word. They covet fields. There are people feel a spirit of covetousness to covet your field, your profession, your career, your job, your assignment, your ministry. There are people who look at, when look at Empowerment Center, they don't see that, oh, who is this young pastor? Doing so well, gathering young people, helping people, saving the lost. 
touching the untouched, the detached, the, the head, the broken. No, they don't see that. They see who is this guy? Who is this guy? Where is he coming from? And they begin to scheme. There are people whose assignment is covert your field. When they look at your business, your ministry, your career, your destiny, your assignment, what you are doing, they are provoked. The spirit of covetous. You see jealousy in their eyes. Tell someone there is jealousy in their eyes. See, in the, there is jealousy. They covert fields and they take it by violence. Houses and they take them away. When I talk about houses, we are not talking about a building. A house is also where you come from. Your family tree. Your family line. The Bible says a man's enemy shall be there of his own house. The enemy has invaded your house. Whatever snake and serpent and beast and devil operating in your house who has captured your family. What fought your father will not fight you. What fought your mother will not fight you. The proverb that said like mother like son will not be your portion. Can I deal with some stuff right now? We lose your house. We set your house free. We untie your family. We lose your destiny. They covered house and take them. So they oppress a man and his house. Even a man and his heritage. Verse 3 says, Therefore, thus saith the Lord, Behold, against this family do I devise an evil, which ye shall not remove your necks, neither ye shall go heartily, for this time is what? Is evil. God is against the work of evil, and evil will hit the evil one. Number three, evil coming like pestilence. Pestilence. What is pestilence? Destruction. Harmful and deadly disease. If and when evil come at us, pestilence. Joseph said pestilence. What's pestilence? Pestilence is what? Harmful, evil disease. Harmful, destructive, harmful, deadly disease. Epidemic, pandemics are all pestilence. But COVID-19 is not from God. Don't tell me COVID-19 is from God. My God doesn't need to kill so many people to prove how powerful it is. Our God is all powerful. It's the devil behind this. COVID-19 is a pestilence. It's a walking devil. We're talking about things that kill many people. Mass barrier, epidemic, pandemic, HIV, hepatitis, uh, 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 malaria, all kinds of COVID-19, viral disease, evil spread, satanic attack and sickness. It's a pestilence. And I declare today that no pestilence will come to your house. I declare over your destiny any evil in the form of malaria, HIV, hepatitis I declare right now any COVID-19 all SARS all kinds of strange disease in the name of Jesus we shield your family from it and we cover your household Psalm 91 and the verse number 6 the Bible says not the pestilence that walketh in darkness not for the destruction that wasted a new day any pestilence walking any pestilence moving any pestilence spreading. Now they say there's a new variant called Delta variant. It doesn't matter who they are and what they are. We are smarter than them. We know that it must have a name to scare people. But we understand that this is a 
satanic assignment designed to kill many lives and so whilst the doctors are doing their best the scientists are doing their best all that the health workers are doing their best we stand and do our best as spiritual people and send prayers to the place where this thing came from and declare let evil return to the evil one let evil backfire it is never God's plan for the creation to hurt for people to die this way and therefore let the pestilence that is walking let the pestilence that is moving from India to Europe to America to Africa to Ghana backfire the Lord showed your house and showed your family and show your children pestilence disease infirmities attacks sicknesses number four say famine are you understanding manifestation of evil say come as famine Jesus said come as famine so there's soul there's judgment there's pestilence and there's famine what is famine evil as famine famine refers to what a great shortage or crunch, deficit, drought, failure, deficiency, inadequacy, insufficiency, lack, paucity, poverty, scarcity, scarcity, shortage, undersupply, want, famine, famine. And by the way, if you can see any of this in your life, you must pray against evil. Can, can I go through it? Famine. Famine is what? A great what? Shortage. Or crunch, deficit, drought, failure, deficiency, inadequacy, insufficiency, lack, paucity, poverty, scarcity, scarcity, shortage, undersupply, wants, farming, drought, abject poverty, scarcity, scarcity. Shortage, undersupply, drought, failure, insufficiency. These are programming of the enemy. The Bible said, Jesus said, the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I am come that ye may have life and have it more abundantly. It is the devil's plan for you to lack, to be inadequate, shortage, the kind of drought. Like it is happening everywhere, every day in Africa. Famine, famine, drought, poverty, poverty, poverty. Every continent after the second world war has moved in South Africa. May God spare us. May God show us mercy. May God grant us deliverance. May God come through for us. In Jesus. You're clapping us in the house right now. In Jesus' name. And let me tell you something. Religion is not a problem of Africa. Chinese Indians are more religious than us. Indians are more spiritual than black people. Go and check Indians. Everything in India is a God. Everything. The water is a God. The moon is a God. The sun. Even the chair is a God. Whatever you believe is a God is a God. They are more spiritual than but they move on. Don't, don't get it twisted. It's not religion. That's, that's how the growth and the, 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 the progress of Africa. People just speak. And because they are not confronted with, with truth, they speak. And people believe it. I'm here to see 
the real problem of Africa, if you can discuss it. But I can tell you, but for church and religion, many people in Africa would have lost their mind. Because when you look at the system, it's only the house of God that gives you some form of peace. When you wake up and say, Onyami beya, you have some faith to move on. And by the way, we are not one of those that say don't work. You work. But we know that by the arm of flesh shall no man prevail. That's a faith matter. Indians are spiritual, but they are doing well. Chinese, I went to China. I went to China with, with a friend of mine many years ago. And when I went there, it's like going to see the Ashna is tourism. And when you go, you bow. As a spiritual person, you know what it means to bow. And you are telling me that they are not spiritual. They are very spiritual people. Hey, they don't do, they don't just do business. Indian people are not just doing business. Anytime they get your name, they put it to their altar to check you out. Go and check if you don't know. The problem is that many of you, the more we grow in our, the more, the more we go to school small, we lose, we lose our sense of, it's like we become too known now. Like it's like we become pompous and arrogant and we become something else. You are spiritual than Indians, you are joking. Even there are no more children in the class with you. They are doing spiritual things to do mathematics. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I've ever been with an Indian in a class before. They have things in here. Oh, everything is spiritual. Nothing is a joke. Now tell me why they are spiritual, but they are moving on. And come and tell me that the reason why Africa is not moving spirituality. You are not, under, you are not facing it. America was very spiritual. In fact, the French president went to America and said, I was looking for the success of America. I was looking for it. He said, I went to the Senate. It was not there. I went to Congress. It was not there. I went to the industry. I didn't find it until I saw their churches. It was in their churches that I saw why America has progressed. Can I tell you, any of those so-called civilized countries, they started with the church. And the ones that are suffering are the ones who are departed from the church. Don't get it twisted. England! In fact, in fact all the so-called laws the so-called laws were derived from the Bible. The Bible hasn't done Africa bad. That's done us good. We need to address our problem. Your clapping is going to house one. Your clapping is going. Your clapping is going. Your clapping is going to house. Your clapping is going to house. Your clapping is going to house. Because there's a kind of a generation that's pretty hatred against the church. What is wrong with that? Shall not steal. Most one does not commit adultery. What are we doing in the church? We are only preaching virtues. Why are you angry with the church? Did the church hospital started from the church? Yes. Has the church not contributed to the society? We have. We have. Before, before even government started giving food, we were giving food as a church. When the pandemic, we were giving food. We were giving. Thank God for what the government did. But we're doing our own. It was when they started saying, "Okay, if government is giving, that we're looking for them to do it." Because at that point, we're saying it was government giving it to us to give it. We don't want the system to the government give us food to give, so we still give government. We started giving. What has the church done? Two hours of coming to church. What has that done to your mental health? But to help you. The problem of Africa is deeper than they are trying to talk about. Famine is evil. Lift up. Say, Father, any form of famine in this nation 
and in my life. Say, break right now in the name of Jesus. Look at me, look at me. It is never God's will for you to walk in droughts. And even though we cannot pray to stop farming, but in farming there will be exemption. My prayer for you is that God will exempt you, your household, this nation. I, your, may God exempt Ghana from every farming. Are you clapping your hands right now? Come on, say yes. Quickly. I want to do something quickly. Establish the difference between suffering for God and evil. Because many times, people confuse the two. There's a confusion between the suffering we go through because we are Christians and the evil the enemy releases. There's a difference between suffering and evil. Sometimes when people are suffering, when people are going through the sufferings for their faith, they blame God or they attack the devil. Some people are going to evil, they blame God. See, there are some things that the devil don't blame God and there are some things God allow it to make you better. You're not clapping your hands well. Please, look at someone and say, look at someone and say, there are some things you go through as a devil, but there are some things you go through, God allowed it for a purpose. How many of you know there are something God allowed to make you better? How many of you have been through some things that have made you better? How many of you can pray better, fast better? You are more patient, you are more kind, you are more graceful because of the things you've been through. God allows some things in your life to make you better and not bitter. Don't be bitter, don't blame God. Thank God because there are some things God allow it for a purpose. You're clapping a second household. Let's give it to evil and suffering. In order to understand the difference between evil, to distinguish the two, let us look at the sense in which we are comparing. When we talk about evil, in order to understand what we mean by evil, we go to the first time evil was mentioned in the Bible. Genesis chapter 2 verse 9. Genesis 2 verse 9, we understand the first time evil was mentioned. But, and out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. The first time evil was mentioned, it was mentioned connecting with knowledge of good and evil. God created so many things and so many trees, but there are only two trees God gives significance to. Two, the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. He mentioned these two and the first one he mentioned the tree of life he doesn't even say anything about it. Then he goes on to talk about the tree of knowledge of good and evil and God said to them, for the, for the first tree God just mentioned without saying anything about it or even eating or touching. But for the second tree God tells Adam not to eat and Eve later came to say God said, he didn't only say we shouldn't, God said we shouldn't even touch it at all. So when it comes to evil evil is not only what we eat, evil is also what we don't touch. Don't talk to me about evil in a sense of what you ate, what you experienced. There are some evil God said, don't even go near it. Don't even touch it. I know you didn't eat it, but did you touch it? Tell somebody, what are you touching? Demon and answer, say, say, what have you been touching lately? Say, I've been meaning to talk to you. Say, what have you been touching lately? Say, when I look at your face, what did you touch? Say, you didn't eat it, but did you touch it? You're clapping the second house right. Why? The tree of knowledge of good and evil. We are looking at evil. To establish this, when you look at the Hebrew word for the two words, knowledge 
and evil. Knowledge and evil. Knowledge and evil. The word knowledge I use here is a Hebrew noun called da'at. Da'at is formed from the verb yada, which means to know by, number one, observing and reflecting. Observation and re reflection. So, knowledge as usual means knowing. The kind of knowing that comes through observing. Which observation comes through looking at, watching. You observe by watching, by looking at. Evil starts with watching, looking, observation. Knowledge. What we say, no, we're talking about knowing something by observation. Knowing something by reflection. Because the things you watch usually are the things you reflect on. That's why it's not everything you watch. That's my problem with you. You like to watch too much. And there are so many things to watch in this country, in this world. Especially on social media, you can watch a lot. We live in a generation of, of sights. Everything is sight, 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 sight. That's why the enemy can program everything. There's something to look at. New cars, new buildings, new dressing, new lifestyle, new bodies. Mercy Lord, tell someone, what are you watching? What are you watching? What movie are you watching? What website are you watching? Watching. Because you know something, how many of you watched a movie? And after you went home, the movie you watch is in your head. You can't get it out. Can I see my hands? You watch something and you can't sleep. The horror is coming. Because see, knowing by watching, by observing and reflecting. Observing. Knowledge there means to observe and to reflect. And number two, knowing by experience. So before you experience it, you must have watched it, reflected, and then you encounter it. Experience. Watch. Examine. Counter it. You watch. The thought comes. The enemy tells to talk to you about what you watch. And as you talk, 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 you reflect, reflect, reflect. The pictures come. The shapes come. Oh, you're not here to me. Tell somebody, what are you seeing? What are you dreaming about? What are you imagining? What are you thinking about? What has filled your hearts? We got to look at what we are watching. You watch. You reflect. And then you experience it. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. God said, don't even observe it. Don't watch it. Don't reflect it. And don't experience it. Someone said, experience is the best teacher. It doesn't have to be your experience. Not everyone will come out. Some of you will die to it. You clap your hands better. You can clap your hands better. Why not? Why? Let me try one. Try. Some people tried. They didn't survive. God said, Adam, don't even know. Don't. You don't know. Leave it for me. Leave the knowing for me. Leave the responsibility for me. I bear it all. Look at me. I understand him. I work with God that I don't know everything. And I'm humble to admit that I don't know some things. And I don't want to know. I want to trust God. I've learned the last one man that is not everything I want to hear. Please choose what to hear. There's some conversation when they say, stop talking about it. I don't want to hear it. It can corrupt you. Knowledge. 
that which we know by observation, reflection, and experience. The next word is evil. Evil is our main focus here. So evil as used here in Hebrew means raw, which means bad. This word is generated from a word called ra, which according to Strong, Strong was a, was, was a dangerous and a great philosopher and one that wrote Hebrew dictionary. So Strong said the word, the word ra means to spoil literally or breaking into pieces figuratively to make you become good for nothing. That which is bad physically. So the word, the word evil means that which that corrupts you, that which that breaks you to pieces, that which that makes you good for nothing, that which that makes you physically bad. Evil is bad. Evil corrupts. Evil destroys. Evil makes you good for nothing. Evil makes you less of who God created you. The end game of every evil is to reduce who you are. It's corrupt you. That is why, watch this, there was nothing as dead until Adam and Eve touched the evil. When they taught the truth of good, not good and evil, then death came. And out of death, we get the word corruption. So, people will die and their body will rot because it's evil. Evil rots your body. Evil corrupts your body. Evil destroys your body. Evil reduces who you are. When you see a man dead and the body gets rotted, that's, what, that's when we see the, the level that evil can take you. When you look at a dead person, look at their bones, their scar, everything destroyed, everything rotted, everything scattered. That's when you see the height, the depth, the power, the effect of evil. Evil corrupts, evil is bad, evil smell, evil destroy, evil makes you good for nothing. Nothing. The end game of evil is to break your work with God, break your fellowship with God, corrupt you, destroy you, spoil you, reduce you, make you good for nothing. Will you lift your hands up? Say, Father, deliver me from evil. Say, Father, deliver me from evil in Jesus' name. Your clapping is sick. Your clapping is sick. Your clapping is sick. Now, having Having understood evil, let's look at suffering. So they can, they can distinguish between the two. Suffering. Suffering. To grams. The term suffering, we first look at the scripture. Romans 8 verse 18. Romans 8 and 18 quickly. Romans 8. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared to the glory which shall be revealed. So, right there, whereas the focus of evil is to decay, corrupt, spoil you, the focus of suffering for God is to reveal glory. You miss the point. You miss the point. Evil corrupts you. Suffering for God reveals glory. That's why you can't compare the suffering we go through for God and the evil the enemy brings. Whenever I go through sufferings for God, the end game, what God is getting ready to do in my life is to reveal glory. The Bible says there was a blind man and the disciples said, who sinned? Who did this? He said, no, 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 no. This one is not a sin, but that the glory of God might be revealed. There are some things we go through not to destroy us, not to break us, not to spoil us, not to make us good for nothing, but to build us, but to make us great, but to exalt, but to lift us, but to reveal the glory of God.
God for I record that the suffering of this present time is not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed when we go to the sufferings God revealed the glory which what the Bible says counted all joy give me give me give me Matthew chapter 5 and the verse number 11 Jesus said bless are you bless are you blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me can you imagine did I start by saying blessed are you that's the kind of blessing that you become when you go to persecution, when people insult you, they abuse you, they persecute you they say all manner of things against you for the sake of Christ, for for the sake of Jesus, I thank God for the insult. I thank God for the persecution. I thank God for the attack. Blessed are you. Can you turn to somebody and tell the person, if you are going through stuff because of Christ, you are blessed. Can I talk to a blessed person? A blessed person, according to Jesus, is not the one who rides the best car, the best house, the best design, but a blessed person is somebody that goes through suffering because of Jesus Christ. Can I thank God for all the sufferings we have been through you are not blessing God today blessed are you blessed are you when people insult you persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me and in this nation people can say evil things because of Christ Verses 12 says, rejoice. Tell somebody, my posture is to rejoice. Ah, tell somebody, you don't have the right attitude for what you are going through. <laughs> Say, the reason why you are frustrated because your attitude is not right. <laughs> Say, change your star, change your star. Say, change your star, change your star. Be like that. <laughs> Say, change your star, change your star. <laughs> Be like this. What should be your star? Your star should be rejoicing. Rejoice. And again, I say unto you, rejoice. The Bible said, my brethren, counted all joy when thou fallen into David's comes of temptation. Can you count it joy? It's about time you sit down with your iPad, with your laptop, with your phone, with your notebook, with your pen and your pencil and count them. Joy number one, the suffering. Joy number two, the abuse. Joy number three, the false witness. Joy number four, the accusation. Joy number five, the persecution. The devil is a liar. Count it all. Joy. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. It starts with a blessing and it ends with rejoicing. There's something about suffering for Christ that makes you a blessed person. Aren't you so blessed that for Christ's sake, you have gone through some stuff. Can I get a clapping hands right? My God. My God. You're clapping and sick. My God. My God. My God. Can I drop? My God. You're clapping and sick. My God. My God. My God. My God. In Hebrew, Hebrews 11, verse 24. To 27, the New King Universe Bible says, let's drop it quickly. 
By faith. By faith. Say by faith. Loud say by faith. Can you? Dramatize. Say by faith. Oh, dramatize. Say by faith. No, I need, I, need, I need someone to do this. Say by faith. By faith. Most when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Oh, verse 25 said, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasure of sin. Watch this. So when we talk about sufferings for God, we are not only talking about the insult you go through, the persecution, the name calling, the attacks, the conspiracy against you. No, when we talk about suffering for God, it's not only the things that people do against you. It's not only the insult, the abuse, the attack. No! There's a kind of suffering that the Bible is revealing here. It's called the suffering of enduring. So Moses is a prince of Pharaoh. Pharaoh's daughter's son. So he's a prince. But Moses decided not to be called the prince of Pharaoh. But he chose to suffer affliction. So Moses is like the prince of Wales. Prince Charles or Prince William. And Moses said, I decide not to be called the prince of Wales. But I will suffer with nothing. That will suffer there to, to, to lose all the privileges as a prince. And to go and live in the bush for 40 years. Until God encountered him. And traveled the Jews with the children of Israel for another 40 years. Shows to suffer affliction. That affliction there means to lose everything. Can I talk to you? When we talk about Christian suffering, it's not only the attack, the insult you go through, it's also the things that you are denied of because of Christ. Hear me, church. I explain that to you. Faith is not only about receiving or walking into stuff. Faith is also your ability to walk out of stuff. You're clapping the skin also. Until you have the power to walk out of stuff, you are not yet walking by faith. By faith! What do I mean by that? Moses despised the pleasures of sin, the pleasures of Pharaoh. Do you know he used the word pleasure of sin? Do you know that sin is sweet? Eh? Sin is sweet. When you take your ganja and you blaze the ganja and you smoke it and you are high. <laughs> Can you clap for that laughter? Clap for that laughter. It's a dangerous laughter. You know what happened? You know what happened? He has remembered some things. I just took him to memory lane. Number one, 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 down Asaman Road in the ghetto. When you blaze a weed and all your problems are forgotten and you are high on top of everybody. All men are before you like ants. Mere men. Mortals. You are super being. You are super being. These are mere mortals. That high, or the kind of joy you become. Some of you drink and you get tipsy. You see, you see, you see. Now, you feel so la 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 la
you, 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 you are in a ram. You are in a ram. You are in a ram. Oh, since you are not, can, can I, you want me to go deep? The kind of sex you have. Are you looking at me? That girl you've been meaning for some time now. Or the kind of joy you get by taking somebody's $50,000 you didn't work for. It's a pleasure. Sin is sweet as the devil wants so It's sweet to sin. But Bible says, suffering also means seeing pleasure and say, I won't do it. That's what Moses did. So Moses was with the Egyptians. They were drinking, they were partying, they were sleeping with women. And Moses said, because I'm a, I'm a Christian. What did Moses do? Moses, the people are drinking and they are, they are expressing joy by drinking. And you want to drink some more. But for Christ's sake, you are like, I bind every appetite. And they bring it to your face. Will you taste? But for Christ's sake, that experience is suffering. To see something that is sweet and say, I won't touch it. To see something that is pleasurable and you walk away. To see a beautiful girl say, hey. Moses decided to suffer affliction. The denier in our bodies. The pleasure we let go. Not allowing the flesh to gain power. The, the crucifying, the killing, the dying of the flesh. is suffering for God. Christianity is killing the flesh every day. Saying, for Christ's sake, I don't want to be part of it. For Christ's sake, I won't touch it. For Christ's sake, I choose to endure what everybody else is not enduring. That is... Suffering for God. That's what makes us who we are. We are Christians when we have the audacity to walk away from that which the enemy brings away to destroy us. You're clapping a second now. So. <laughs> Paul, I finished with the scripture. I finished with the scripture. Thank you, four and the verse number six. Can we all read together? For God, in fact, let's jump to verses seven. Want to go, but we have what this treasure what in earthen vessels. I, I, I love it that God did not put treasure in silver or in gold vessels, but He put it in earthen vessels. Have you seen an earthen pot before? Earthen pot can break, but God put God did not put treasure in, in gold vessels, in silver vessels. He put treasure what in earthen vessels. Many of you, are, your problem is that you are looking at the vessel, but you are not checking the treasure. Some of you, some of you, you got a problem with Gideon now. So, but, you, but it's not about me; it's about what I carry. I don't speak the way you want me to speak, but I carry something so to was and take it. Can I talk to your church right now? Sometimes, some of, some of you, your problems are, you are so arrogant, you despise the vessel, but it's not a vessel, it's a treasure in the vessel. Me, I won't go to that church, I'm older than that church. No, that church has a treasure. Me, I will never go to a church I'm older than. Sir, your problem is a vessel. The vessel is earthly. If you take pot right now and pot fall, it breaks. I know that there are people carrying oil, treasure, who are fallible, who are breakable, who are vulnerable, who are weak in themselves. But the issue is not the vessel, it's the treasure in them. You got to go beyond the vessel and receive the treasure. There's this treasure in vulnerable, breakable, applicable, weak vessel. The devil is a liar. We got issues, but we are carrying vessels. Treasures. Carrying treasures. There's this treasure. Not in gold. Tell somebody, I don't look like the way you want me to look, but I carry a, a treasure. 
My God, I'm not that handsome and smart, but I carry treasure. So what? That the excellence of the power of God may be what? Be of God and not of us. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We are hot. Trouble on every side, yet not distress. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Come on, continue. Persecuted, not forsaken. Cast down, not destroyed. My God, always, not sometimes, bearing in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ, that the life also of Jesus Christ might be made manifest in our body. What does it mean? You see, it didn't say death, that say every day we carry in our body the dying of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus is not that, but somebody shooting, somebody not shoot, cry, Paul. Somebody did not just cut his neck. Somebody did not point. He did not sleep and did not wake up. He died with shame. I said the dying, he described a, a kind of, the dying, the death of the cross, the most degradable form of death. The death that was, he was naked, he was exposed, he was embarrassed, he became a mockery. The Bible says a man of sorrow, acquitted with grief, we hid our faces from him. The Bible says he hung on the cross, he was shameful, he was, he was, he, it was a spectacle, it was a place that nobody wanted to be. Even his disciples walked away from him because the shame was too much. And Paul said that's what we carry in our body. We carry in our body the kind of shame Christ went through, the ridicule, the mockery, the embarrassment. Christianity sometimes will take you through embarrassment, mockery, ridicule, shame. But Paul said the only reason why we do that is so that we can receive the life of Christ. Because if you don't die the death of Christ, you don't qualify to receive the life of Christ. The more we go to the suffering we went through, the more we gain the life that he gained. God bless you and preserve you and protect you and empower you today. You're clapping. A sick in the house. I thank God for every suffering. Thank you for listening. We hope you've been blessed. Connect with Gideon Dancer on any social media platform. At Gideon Dancer on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube. It's Empowerment Worship Centre. You can join us in person for any of our Sunday family services. 7am, 9am, 11am, and 6pm. We promise you a worship-filled atmosphere that will bless you and your family.